appreciate you for this lovely uh, platform that you've provided. And I pray that the Lord will continually use you mightily for this generation. I want to congratulate everyone that you here. And um, I, will, I want to first of all say congratulations for seeing the year 2021. It's not everybody that started 2020 that is still alive and well. And I hope you are all trying to keep safe because you can't set goals if you are dead. You can't set any smart goals if you are not alive. So first of all, being alive and well is one of the most important things that we need to at least have. And we thank God that we have. So um, thanks so much once again for this opportunity. And I hope all of us have our pains and uh, our daughters because no matter what, it's always good to write things down so that you can go back to some of them. I'm going to speak for the next um, at least 40 minutes, and after that, I'm going to entertain questions. So, if you have questions, kindly jot them down, and um, I will try and answer each and every one of them. Thanks so much once again for this opportunity. So, we're here to talk about smart goals. But I'm not going to start talking about smart goals without laying the right foundation. The choices you made yesterday brought you thus far. The ones you're going to make today will determine what will happen to you tomorrow. Yes, a lot of people set up the new year. When the new year comes, they have what we call new year resolutions, things they want to do, things they want to achieve. Yes, some of us have done that in times past, and you realize that in one week, you realize that you are back to ground zero where you were before. And you realize that maybe you didn't even achieve most of the things that you said you were going to achieve. What are some of those reasons? Okay. One of the things that let people know is that most times human beings do not have to behave according to what is real, but it will behave according to our perception of reality. Most times, where did this all come from? Something must have, there's something about where we are today, but it didn't just happen like that. Every start, everything starts from what I call conditioning. If you have twins today and one was born in, maybe both of them were born in the same day, the same month, the same year. But one born in, maybe let me say, in a village called, maybe let me just use another a village, any village in or your state or your state. And one born in maybe Chicago in, in US. They will grow up as twins, but they, their beliefs will be different. Why? Because of some of the things that they've been exposed to. So our parents have made us realize some things. Our teachers have taught us some things. Even media has been a great influence concerning some of the beliefs that we have. So some of those beliefs that we have came from somewhere. Maybe from the movies we've watched, maybe from the things we've heard, maybe from the things that our parents have told, uh, told us, or some things that our pastors told us, or some things that our imams told us. They've made us believe some things which has really affected our attitude. And those things have affected even our feelings concerning different things, which is now making us behave the way we behave, which is now making us perform the way we perform, whether positively or negatively, and which always let us get to the results that we always have to achieve in life. So I always like starting from the right foundation, meaning that you need to learn. You need to unlearn some things and you need to relearn. So no matter what you have learned about goal setting, all of us know what smart is. 
So if you do not know what smart is, don't tell it. all of us know what smart is. But why are we not doing what we said we're going to do? How come we don't achieve some of the things that we always say we want to achieve? So before talking about that, I want to just try and lay the right foundation. That some of my quotes that I always, always use, and I will always ask, some of the things I always say is, never have a lack of goals. Without say something, say we are bored with life. You don't get up every morning with a burning desire to do things. You don't have enough goals. Do you have goals that you are passionate about? When you have goals that you are passionate about, it gives you something to look forward to each and every morning when you wake up. Not having goals at all in life is an excellent recipe for you to have what we call average living. Which is okay. If you want to just live a normal, a normal and average life, no problem. You just want to wake up, okay, go to school, get your degree, get a job, maybe build a house, one bungalow, have a get married, have a wife, have two children, and when you retire, relax and go to heaven. Very good. Yes, that's very, very average and no problem. But if you want to achieve great things in life, you need to have what we call direction. And you can't have direction when you don't have goals. So you must know where you are going. If you don't know where you are going, you will end up anywhere. So I always ask, vision is everything. Do you have vision for your life? If you don't know where you are going, you will probably end up somewhere else. Most individuals that have clear vision of where they are going, they know what to do and they know how to channel their goals towards where they are going. If you don't know where you are going, you will end up anywhere. So I want to ask you, do you have where you are going? Do you have plans for where you're going? I always tell people that it's always good to be strategic. And there's something I call strategic foresight. First of all, you must do what we call an analysis. You must ask yourself some lovely questions. Number one question is, where am I now? And I'm not talking about location. So I am currently in Magudu. So, but Magudu is not where I am now. Where I am now concerning my life. Am I where I, I, I have to be? Those things I said I was going to achieve some years back, I did I achieve them? So you need to do an analysis to know where you are. So you first of all ask your friend about one question, where am I now? The next one is, where could I go? Based on where I am now and where I'm heading, where will I end up? So that's the second question, and that is what we call option formulation, where could I go? The third one is what we call option selection. In strategy and that is where do i want to go so you first of all ask yourself where you are where am i now you ask yourself again where could i go with this where i am currently if i, am, I don't do anything this is where i'm going to end up so the third one is what where do i want to go option selection the first one is what will help me get there do you require support what are some resources that you require? What will help me get there? What are those things you need to get there? Some of the things that will help you get there is what we're going to talk about today, which is fact. And the last question about you having a strategic process is what I call, what should I do today? And that is implementation, execution, action. What, where, what should I do today? You've made a great move to be part of this session today. So there are things that you do daily that move you towards your goal towards your vision in life or they take you away from your vision in life. So the five questions again for some of you that didn't put it down. Number one is where am I now? The number two is where could I go? 
Number three is where do I want to go? Number four is what will help me get there? And number five is what should I do today? And you know the funnest thing? Our perspective is influenced by our foresight. So for you to get where you go, you want to develop what I call strategic foresight. And strategic foresight is the capacity for you to think systematically about the future to inform today's decision making. How do you think systematically about the future so that it can inform today's decision making? And it's the capacity for you, for you to be able to develop yourself as individuals. Edward Cornish once said something which I always love. He said, the future does not just happen to us. We, ourselves, create it by what we do and what we fail to do. It is we who are making tomorrow what tomorrow will be. For that reason, futurists think not so much in terms of predicting the future as in terms of trying to decide more wisely what we want the future to be. So I'm asking yourself, how, what do you want your future to be? I said something before the decisions you made yesterday, not to those. The ones you're going to make today will determine where you're going to end up. And Christian Stoker said something. He said the best way to predict the future is to create it. I love that. He said the best way to predict the future is to create it. And I realized that why how come some people set goals they don't achieve them? How come everybody in the beginning of the year they are charged, they are charged, they have the energy, they want to achieve this, they want to do this. But no, some of them don't get what they will really wish they would have got. But it made me realize that your habits will determine your future. The things you do will determine your future. Successful people have successful habits, and that is it. And you know the funniest thing? Or successful people, they don't. Because negative habits most times breed negative consequences. And successful habits create positive rewards. If you keep on doing what you've always done, I'm happy to tell you that you will keep on getting what you were before you got. So for you to change where you want to go, you must ask yourself, what are my bad habits? What are those bad, what are those habits that are not taking me to where I'm supposed to get to? What are those habits that are slowing me down? What are those habits that are not making me achieve what I have to achieve? So you need to ask yourself some questions. Number one is, what are the habits that make you unproductive? So what are those habits that make you unproductive? Because I'm trying to lay the fund. Because I don't just want to tell you about what smart is, what smart goals are. You know it. But if I keep telling you and nothing happens, what happens? So what are the habits that make you unproductive? What are some of those bad habits? What are some of those obstacles to your goals? And what can you do to them so that they can act as a springboard to your future goals? Until you clearly understand what is holding you back, it's difficult for you to create more productive habits. You must ask for feedback. I always tell people, when it comes to goal setting, you must have what we call accountability partner. You must keep that people that have like your, your mentor, that are challenging you every day, that are asking you how far with this thing that you said you're going to achieve. You must ask those things. And you must have what I call the qualities of an achiever, of a big performer, of someone that will go above and beyond and achieve whatever I want to achieve. Some of those qualities, I'm just going to list them before I go in. Which some of those qualities are things that will make you achieve all the goals that you have for yourself. They are qualities that will help you. Number one is vision. I'm not going to talk about them, I'm just going to list them. 
and you, some of you, you know all these things. It's all because we're not in the classroom. I would have asked you, and you have told me some of the things I'm going to mention. Number two is focus. Number three is confidence. Number four is commitment. When you are interested, you will do what is convenient. But when you are committed, you will do whatever it takes. So let me just in a in few seconds, I'll be talking about them so some of you will understand. Vision, I've already spoken about vision. You'll be able to have, to know where you're going, a direction where you're going. Because you if you don't know where you're going, you will probably end up somewhere. Focus, it makes you channel all your focus, energy, motion towards something. Number three, which is confidence. Are you, are you even confident about achieving what you say you're going to achieve? Number four is commitment. You say when you are interested, you will do what is convenient. But when you are committed, you will do whatever it takes. Are you committed towards this goal that you're trying to set? Are you, are you even committed towards the vision that you set for yourself? Number five is courage. Are you courageous? Are you courageous? You have the right. You have to. Are you courageous when it comes to achieving what you want to achieve? Number six is risk taker. Are you a risk taker? Those are some of the qualities that will make you be an achiever. If you can't take risk, you will just live where you are. You just live an average life and you stay in your comfort zone. But are you ready to take risk? Risk taker. Number seven is what I call creativity. Are you creative? Because we are not going to do things the way the people have been doing it. We are going to do things differently. Number eight, part of the quality of a peak performer, of a, of a high achiever, is what I call innovation. All of you know the, the, the world that we were two years ago is not the same world now because of the new normal. Things have changed. So if you don't innovate, you will just go extinct. Jack West once said something. He said, when the rate of change outside exceeds the rate of change inside, the end is inside. Meaning that the pace of change now is so fast as individuals, as organizations, if we do not adapt and quickly join the train wagon, the change wagon, the change wagon will be left aside. So when the rate of change outside exceeds the rate of change inside, the hand is inside. Number nine is you have the speed of excellence. Whatever you do, do you do it excellently? For your information, the way God designed life, God designed life for it to be what I call, what I call a continual accession. The way God designed life. That's why today's excellence is tomorrow's mediocrity. There were some things that were so excellently done in times past, but today they are like mediocrity. But for now, meaning that today's excellence is tomorrow's mediocrity. For you, do you push towards excellence? Everything you do, you do them excellently. Those are some of the things that will differentiate you from people that are not achieving and from people that are achieving. So, for you to be a big performer and a high achiever, you must live excellently. Number, number 10 is pay attention to details. Attention to details. Number 11, self development. Self development. Number 12, decision making. Number 13, problem solving. Always think about solving problems. Don't add to the problems. Anywhere you are, solve problems. If you're, the more problems you can solve, the better you become. I tell people, see, one of the reasons why as I am like this, I can't travel out, is because most of their problems over there, they have solved them. But because Nigerian problems are so many, and those Nigerian problems are like consulting problems, and they are, if I can provide solutions to them, I will be wealthy. So the more solutions I provide, 
the better I become. So I don't want to go to where everything is already there. I want to stay where there are problems so that I can solve problems. So you must have what we call the problem-solving mindset for you to be an achiever. Number 14 is what I call value addition mentality. It's better you become a blessing than being a burden. I'm asking you, are you a blessing or are you a burden? If you are a blessing, you are adding value. Or if you are a burden, you are destroying value. Anywhere you find yourself, have what we call a value addition mentality. Number 15 is integrity. Integrity is critical. It's key. If you don't, if you, if you don't have it, it will bring you down. All of you know the story. If you don't have the right attitude, if you don't have the right, the right, the right, the right, the, the right character, it will bring you down. You know the story of the MD of a bank, I won't mention, of something that just happened. And the person had to set that standard and replace the person. It wasn't about whether the person was competent or not. The person is competent, he's doing his work well. And that's why he has been there for years. But the lack of good character brought him down. So no matter what, if you can you can attain a level in life without it, or it will bring you down. So anywhere you go, be a man of integrity, be a woman of integrity, live a good character, live a life to be to have a life for you to, for people to know that yes, you have good attitude and you have good character. Number sixteen is decisiveness. How decisive are you concerning the goals of your set? Number seventeen is dependability. How dependable are you? And number 18 is what I call initiative. Initiative. Number 19 is what I call bias for action. Bias for action. These are some of the qualities that will make you become a high achiever. Number 18 is what is, uh, number, I was talking about um, number 18, number 19, bias for action. Number 20 is what I call personal drive. Personal drive. 21, accountability. The next one, passion. The next one, goal orientation. The next one, result orientation. The next one, resilience. The next one, humility. And lastly, interpersonal relations. Those are some of the qualities I want you to develop. And those are the things that will help you achieve whatever you want to achieve. So back to some of the goals that we're talking about before we quickly talk about smart goals. Dream enormously big. Les Brown once said, he said, shoot for the moon. Even if you miss, you land among the stars. You must always aim, always shoot for the moon and dream enormously big dreams. You see, when you dream big and shoot for the moon, you are forcing yourself to get out of your comfort zone. You must always get out of your comfort zone because that is the only way that when you set yourself, you become better. I spoke about persistence. That makes all the difference. You must be persistent for you to be able to achieve your goals. The man said, never quit. He said, it is the easiest cop-out in the world. Set a goal and don't quit until you attain it. When you do attain it, set another goal. And don't quit until you reach it. Never quit. Never quit. Never give up. Quitters never win. Winners don't quit. So for you to be a winner, for you to be a champion, you must never quit. If you are passionate about your goal or your dream of your then stop. Don't stop until you achieve whatever you want to achieve. Do whatever it takes. Persisting in the face of adversity is what builds champions. You must be persistent no matter what is happening. Yes, people are talking about COVID. COVID, people are talking about uh, lockdown. People are losing jobs. Yes, 
But that doesn't stop you from achieving whatever you want to achieve. Because the year, years are running by time, which for no man. The only universal condition is time. 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 Until you can manage time, you can't manage nothing else. 24 hours, that is the only universal condition. That is the only thing God gave to everybody that is equal. The rest, we don't have everything. Our skills are different. Our heights are different. Our backgrounds quite different. Our appearances all over the world quite different. Some of these things are different. But the only thing that is universal condition is 24 hours. You have 24 hours. Aliko Dagute has 24 hours. Premier Tedola has 24 hours. Pastor Oyadibu has 24 hours. Bishop Oyadibu has 24 hours. You have 24 hours, I have 24 hours. But what we do with them, my own 24 hours, and what they do with their 24 hours will determine what we become in life and how successful we are. Goals gives our life meaning, it makes our life meaningful. Because I said the trouble with not having a goal is that you can spend your life running up and down the field and never score. It is like putting 22 people in the, on the field and you don't have a goal post. And you are telling them, don't be playing anyhow. Eventually, if you say to him, want to be, they say, how? Oh. You didn't set the goalpost. So if they are living, a lot of people are living their life and they are still living their life without goalposts. And that is why they don't have goals. So they've been scorning, whereas they thought they've been scorning, whereas they've been eating the color flags, thinking they've been thinking those were goalposts, whereas those were not goalposts. But if they set the right goal, they will be able to use their skills. They will be able to use their skills to reach out and be able to score the type of goal they will be proud of. True success is all about working towards meaningful goals and dreams. Bruce Lee once said something. He said, a goal is not always meant to be reached. It always serves simply as something to aim at. It's always good to achieve your goals and dreams. It's fantastic. But that's not the most important thing about setting goals. The most important thing is the type of person that you become along the way. It's a journey. You become, realize that you become more productive if you live a life of certain goals and you keep achieving them. I tell people again, number three, stop playing small. The great danger for most of our lives, Michelangelo said it, he said, it's not, it's not in setting our aim too high and falling short. He said, but in setting our aim too low and achieving our mark. There are no benefits for us to achieve, to play small, and set our aim to know why. Who told you that you can't be the next Mark Zuckerberg of this Zuckerberg of this world? Who told you that you can't achieve what Bill Gates? You can't even surpass what Bill Gates has achieved. Why are you taking small? Your God is not a small God; it's a big God. The same God that you have is the same God they have. But most times, at times, we undermine even our potential. And God has given you all the things required for you to excel. But whether you use it or not, everything is dependent on you. Another thing is where are you headed? Because if you aim at nothing, you will eat it every time. If you don't, if you aim at nothing, you will eat it every time. You will keep eating, and you don't eat it every time. Because if you don't set goals for your life, then it's almost certain that you'll be very disappointed with your results. Aiming at nothing is setting yourself up to achieve nothing. Another thing that will help you with these smart goals that we're talking about is what God stay focused at all times. And he first said, obstacles are those frightful things you see. When you take your eyes off your goal, those are the obstacles. You see them when you take your eyes off your goal. But if your eyes are set, your goal, no matter what is happening, no matter COVID, no matter lockdown, no matter people losing their jobs, you will be focused and you'll be able to achieve what you want to. Because when you take your eyes off your goals, what do you see? You see anxiety, you see worry, you see poverty, 
you see, you 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 doubt yourself immediately. You keep you not start doubting yourself. But when you stay focused on what matters most at all times, when you picture yourself achieving those goals and what feed it feels like instead of the obstacles that you will experience along the line, along the way, it will help you to achieve whatever you want. And I always tell people that it's never too late to start. Yes, you must have failed some years back. Yes, you must have had disappointments. You still go before you didn't achieve that. It's never too late. She has been said, you are never too old to set another goal or dream or to dream a new dream. There's no such thing as to be too old to change your life. There's no such thing that you are too old to set new goals. There's no such thing that you are too old to set new direction for your life. Next to Mandela was already, he was 75 years old. When he was even the oldest president that was elected as president of South Africa. Don't ever say you are too old. No matter what you want to achieve, don't ever say you are too old. So just those are some of the foundations I needed to I need to I need to I needed to to lay so you understand why we're talking about what we're talking about. So in the next few minutes, then we can talk about smart goals that all of us know about. You know, some people live their lives based on hope. Oh, you ask people, do you want to be successful? Yes. But do we all get successful? No. Everybody always have people prayed during crossover service because they want to, they hope to have a successful 2021. But hope is not enough. Hope is not a strategy. And you know the funniest thing? Hope starts to do and do when we can't keep up. Or are you ready to make a change this year? Are you ready to do things differently this year? Your attitude, your drive towards achieving some of the things you have. I always say, if you want to, Set your smart goals on the matter what it's always good to look at seven key areas. You can have some of the other some other key areas too, but there are some seven key areas that always tell people to focus on. Number one is health. Because health is wealth. Most times we spend the major part of our youth trying to chase wealth, forgetting about wealth, about about our health. And what we have gathered with the wealth, we now try to use them to try to regain the health back, whereas most times it's already too late. So health is number one. Number two is mindset. The way you view things, your mindset concerning things, is always good to set because you are going to, he said, guard your heart with all diligence because you are out of it through the issues of life. Frank Alfred said, watch your thoughts, it becomes words. Say, watch your words, it becomes actions. Say, watch your actions, it becomes habits. Say, watch your actions, habits, it becomes character. Watch your habits, it becomes your destiny. Everything starts from your thoughts. So you can set goals on what are the things I want to guide. What are, how, am I going, how am I going to guide the things that I feed? A mindset. A mindset. Number three is career. If you're a business person, you can put business there. It's good to set goals towards that. Another thing, number four, is relationships. How do you... I tell people, if you want to score yourself as a good friend, rate yourself. If you want to grade yourself as a good son or daughter, grade yourself. If you want to score yourself even as a good cousin, as an uncle, as a nephew, as a niece. How are you building on, how are you developing the relationships around you? Those things are critical for you to be able to be successful in life. Number five is wealth. Wealth is good. But you must be able to plan towards them. Because no matter how lofty some of your ideas are, if you don't have money to achieve, to, to pull some of them through, you may be frustrated and you may be depressed. 
So it's good to look at some of your financial things and set goals towards them. Do you want to be financially independent? Well, how much do you think you can even achieve out of your job? Your, your job that pays your salary this year. What are some of your side hustles that you can do? What are the side hustles that you can do to achieve some of these? How much can you think, do you think you can raise this year? Number six is what I call spirituality. Whether you're a Christian or you're Muslim, you must work towards being the best whatever you do. And the last key, number seven key area, which I always talk about is legacy. What are you going to be remembered for? How are you building others? How are you lifting people that are lower than you? What are some of the legacies that you have? So if you want to succeed, you need to set goals. Without them, you lack focus and direction. And they also provide you with a benchmark to determine whether or not you are actually succeeding at them. Most times, all of us always struggle sometimes to achieve our plan, our plans. And it's not that we lack effort, but our goals are not just structured efficiently. But to accomplish our objective, we need to know how to set some of those things up properly. You can't just simply say, I wish I could make more money and expect it to happen. How will you, how can it just happen? Because a goal without a plan is just a wish. It's just a wish. So you must ask yourself, yes. And it's also important for you to recognize that not all objectives are created equal. That is why smart method will amplify your chances of succeeding in life. So the first one is specific, and that is the S part of SMART. Specific. Most dreams, what happens to them, are what? They are generalized and vague. So most times we don't know how to achieve them. Let me first of all talk all of you. I, I, I think all of us know the meaning of SMART. Specific, measurable, attainable, achievable, R is for relevant. And T is for time back. So we are first of all talking about S, and that's why I said because most dreams are most times are generalized and weak. So at times you don't know how to achieve them. But goals must be clear and well defined. You can only get to where you want by defining precisely how you want to get there. Yes, I want to be healthier, or I want to have a better body. I want to have more money. I want to do. What does all of those things mean? You must, you can break them down and say, now, I want to stop drinking soda. I want to replace it with water. That is specific. I need to be working three times in a week. That's specific. And you can even make it more specific. I think I want to be working every 7 a.m. on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Those things are more specific. And specific must be simple. It must be sensible. And it must be significant. It must be simple. It must be sensible. It must be significant. And you must ask yourself some of the questions. I always like asking questions. Because questions will help you to be clear and specific. Otherwise, you won't, otherwise you won't be able to focus your efforts or feel truly motivated for you to achieve it. So when drafting your goal, you must ask yourself the five W questions which we always say. Number one is, what do I want to accomplish? What do I want to accomplish? Number two is, why is this goal important? Why is this goal important? Why? Why is it important to you? If it's not important, you may not be even be motivated to achieve it. The why is so important. Number three is, who is involved? It must be dependent on you. 
who is because you you can't you don't have power over what other people do. If there's any other thing for you to be located to, to be to be specific, you can ask yourself the fourth question is where is it located? The fifth one is which resources or limits are involved? What are some of the resources that are involved in achieving this? Or what are some of the limitations? Those are some of the things that will make your goals specific. The next one is measurable. Measurable is important for us to have measurable goals so that you can track your progress and stay motivated. And you know the funnest thing, assessing your progress, it helps you to stay focused. It helps you to meet your deadlines. And you know, there's one excitement which you feel as you're feeling that way when you get closer to achieving your goal. Tracking the progress of your goal is as, is as important as any other thing because it keeps you motivated. It allows you to set milestones that you can celebrate when you achieve them. And it allows you to reevaluate when you don't. Because if your goal is simply defined as, okay, I want to lose weight, how will you know when you have been successful? You need to define exactly how much weight you want to lose. So you can look at it like, okay, yes, I want to lose 10 kg. It's like the way you have something to hear for. And you can even set smaller milestones along the way. And say, okay, I want to lose 3 kg, maybe at the end of the month. How do you turn big objectives into smaller objectives? Break it down into manageable pieces. First aim for, yes, okay, maybe like 3 kg, another 3 kg, another 3 kg. And before you know it, you are closer to that thinking. It is that progress that keeps us motivated. So if you don't have a way to measure it, most times you will fail with your ambition. It must be measurable. And I will tell you a story about this. How many of you can have you ever eaten an elephant? Have you eaten an elephant before? Do you think you can eat an elephant? And all of you will say no. And I will tell you why I believe you can eat an elephant. I ask you now, how many of you have eaten asun before? Almost all of you would have tasted asun. If we use an elephant to make asun, what do you think will happen? And we start eating it gradually. Within one day or two days, all of us will finish eating the elephant because we use the elephant to make asun. But you know the problem we always have, we always look at an elephant as an elephant and that is why some of us will never eat it. But if you break them down, to smaller bits, to assume, you'll be able to achieve them. Let me give you an example. Something happened some years ago. I had a family friend of mine that got a job as a marketer in a microfinance bank. So she got a job, and that job was like, oh, wow, this job, they gave her um, a target, and they said she must raise 12 million era before they confirm her, and she must be confirmed at least one year. So she came to me that she come and open an account with 12 million era. And I looked at her that she had 12 million. But that time, I don't think I even had. 500,000 in my account. And I said, no, I won't be able to help you. I started thinking of people that will be able to help her with 12 million. And she came to me another day and I asked her, how, how long will they give you to raise this 12 million? Is it for one week or one month? She said, no, it's for one year. I said, so why are you looking at it like that? Said, let's break it down. And I used the concept of elephant and let's use it to make her soon. I said, so in a year, how many, how much do you want you to raise for you to be able to attain that 12 million? It's one million era in a, in a, in a month. I said, okay, in a month, if they want you to, uh, to, to bring one million at least, 
In a week, how much do you give? They want you to work those five days in a week. How much must you bring? That's 250,000 naira. I said, okay, if you work just Monday to Friday, I don't want you to raise funds for them Friday and Saturday. It's only Monday to Friday. So in a day, how much do you need to raise? 50,000 naira. I said, okay, in that 50, in that day, let's say it's only five hours you must work, which you must use to try and raise that money. So in a one, one hour, how much must you raise? She said 10,000 naira. I said, that's good. I said, so when next you go to anybody and you want to open an account, tell them, please, can you open an account in my microfinance bank for 10,000 naira? He said, people can easily take 10,000 and help it open. But when you keep telling them 12 million, all of them will just keep, they will look at their account balance and say they can't help you. They will say, go and meet that good. They will tell you, go and meet the dollar. Because, but if you make break it down to them and you make it so simple, with 10,000 naira, they will be able to help you. And immediately, I gave out 20,000 that day. They say, okay, let me open an account with 20,000. I called some of my colleagues. I said, some of us, we have accounts in bank that we are using ATM. Use one. We don't need ATM. Let's use it like our savings. Because if you have savings account and you have ATM, you are not you're deceiving yourself because when you are broke, you go to it and withdraw. I said, so please come and open an account with my family friend. That day alone, she left that place with like 155,000 naira. She achieved even more than what she planned to achieve. She hit that 12 million target in five months. Because she started using that principle. So I wanted to use that principle, which is always good. Let me move to the next one, which is A, and that is attainable. Before, before I leave the uh, measurable, some of the questions I always ask again is, for a measurable goal, you must ask yourself how much. That measurable goal should address questions such as how much. You should address questions such as how many. And if you address questions such as how will I know, when it is accomplished. So when you break it down, it is easier for you to know. Because when you measure those things, it helps. So the second one is attainable, and some people even say achievable. Make sure that it is possible for you to achieve the dreams you set for yourself. Most times, most people always fail, you know, they, they, they fall into the trap of setting impossible goals, goals that they know that they can't achieve. You know, the funnest thing, those goals may push you forward for a while, but you will almost certainly end up giving up on them. You will give up because it will be so hard for you to achieve it. Instead of being impossible, your goals should be challenging, yet achievable. Actually. There's nothing wrong with shooting for the stars, as I said, as you might end up at the moon. However, unless you want to burn out, it's far much more efficient for you to take small steps, using to make a soon. Don't, I don't want you to set yourself up for failure by trying to go far beyond the bounds of possibility. It will only make you miserable. It can even depress you. It can even give you, make you give up. So for it to be achievable, you must ask yourself, your goal needs to be realistic and attainable for it to be successful. In other words, it should stretch your ability but still remain possible. Because when you set an achievable goal, you're able to, able to identify previously overlooked opportunities or resources that can bring good closer to you. Some of the questions that this achievable or attainable goal will help you to achieve is what? How can I accomplish this goal? Number two, the second question you can ask yourself, how realistic is the goal? Based on other constraints that I have. Maybe financial factors, maybe economic factors, maybe some issues. What are some of those things? How realistic is this goal? And another thing is, I said something before, beware setting goals that someone else has power over. You must set the ones that, yes, you know you have power over because 
it must entirely be down to you. The number, the hard one, is what we are called relevant. Your plan should be relevant to the direction you want your life to be, based on your career choices, based on your business choices, based on your spirituality, based on your health. It should be relevant. A common issue most of us face is we have too many goals at the same time. Or we are pursuing the wrong goals. Unless your goal plan is relevant to your overall life plan, achieving it may not accomplish anything at all. Ask yourself, why do you want to achieve this goal before you commit to it? You must ask yourself, because that relevant goal, this part of this smart goal, is a step for you, is about ensuring that your goal matters to you. And that it also aligns with all other relevant goals. Because all of us need support, we all need assistance in achieving our goals. But it is important to retain control over them. So make sure that your plans drive everyone forward. It drives you forward. But that you are still responsible for achieving your own goal. Because the relevant goal can answer yes to these questions. You must ask some of these questions. Number one is, does this seem worthwhile? Another question is, is this the right time? Does this match my other efforts or needs? Now, another question is, am I the right person to reach this goal? The last question you can ask is, is it applicable in this current socio-economic environment that I find myself? Those are some of the things that will, that will help you to know whether the goals are, really, are relevant or not. The last one, which is the is time-bound. Time-bound. And this is one of the most important factors. Your plans must have a deadline. If you don't set a time limit, you have basically unlimited time to achieve your goal. And nothing will happen. When you are working on a deadline, there's something indoors to your subconscious mind. Your sense of urgency increase, And you are more likely to achieve your goal. Urgency is like when you have assignments, when you were in school, they gave you an assignment. To submit in two weeks. Most times, some of us don't do it. But when do we do it? We do it like two days before the deadline, or a day before the deadline, or you now go to class overnight to go and do it. So whenever you set a goal, keep a time limit in mind, because it will push you to actually work on it. And that is it. Because every goal needs a target date. So you must have a deadline to focus on, and something to work towards. Because this is part of the smart goal criteria. It helps you to prevent everyday tasks from taking priority over your longer-term goal or the things you set for yourself. Because the time-bound goal will usually answer some of the questions I have. When? What can I do in the next three months? What can I do in the next six months? What can I do in the next five months? What can I do? What can I do six weeks from now? What can I do in the next few days? What can I do today? Those things are so important. And those are some of the things that will help you achieve some of your goals. Most people think that goal setting is a one-time event. Like you just set your goals now and you're done. It's actually it's an ongoing process. You can't stop. It never ends. Because the more you achieve goals, the better you become successful. Your plans will need evaluation and revision. So most times it's always important to stay flexible. Some people have moved away from SMART. They move to what I call SMARTER. And that's matter, they've added even ER to it. And the E is evaluation, which is like evaluated. And the R is reviewed. You must always evaluate how you're doing. And you must always review 
I always take tell people, take inventory. What did you what were the things you did right last year? What are the things you didn't do right last year? What were the things that didn't allow you to achieve some of the things you wanted to achieve last year? What were those some of those? What were, what were some of those things? It helps. And I, as I as I continue, I want you to know that learn to plan a day at a time. Plan a day at a time. Because it helps. It helps you to be focused. It helps you to know yes. What are the things you need to do today? Because if you do not do something, people in life, a lot of people always have wishful thinking. I always tell people, be performance driven. Seek and take, take on challenges. Continuously push yourself out of comfort zone. Always create inner positive discontent for your successful past performance. Challenge yourself to attain higher performance. Be persistent. Be dedicated to continuous learning. It always helps. Demonstrate up to date knowledge anywhere you find yourself. Learn everything you can from every situation. Always prepare is the mark of the profession. And you know what? Always have the mindset they are going to achieve it. Because champions do not become champions when they win the event. But in the hours, in the weeks, in the months, and years of spent preparing for it. The victorious performance most times itself is merely the demonstration of their championship character. Nobody gets good at anything without practice and repetition. I always tell people, when people are sitting down, stand up. When people are standing up, stand out. When people are standing up, be outstanding. When people are standing, be the standard. How do you be the standard? When you are in class, they can tell you, ah, uh, apart from Chebu, what's the capital city of Nigeria? You know, Chebu has been able to set that standard. At times, you know, Chebu doesn't even know the answer. But what do they do? They always, because he has been the one asking questions, some of your mates have already set the standard and they are using that standard, those standards, to measure other people. Even when you were in school, some of your mates were the ones marking some of your assignments. They were the ones marking some of your questions, some of your exam questions. Why? Because they have been able to, you know, to, and they've been able to set standards in some of those things. Michael Jordan said something, if you run into a wall, don't turn around and give up. Figure out how to climb it. Go through it or walk around it. A goal without a timeline is not a stream. Always set that dream. And I pray that all of you achieve all the goals that you have. Because of our time, I think I'll need to complete now. Thanks so much, everyone. And I've been, I wish I've been, I hope I've been able to convince you, convince you and not to confuse you that smart goal setting is good for you to be successful in life. Thank you. Over to you, Shelby. Wow. Um, thank you so much, sir. Um, a lot of things to, to get in in these few minutes. It's, it's a lot, actually. It's a lot. You know, I have to write a lot. And, you know, even for those who uh, are here, um, the recording will be available um, after the session. So we can always go back to listen and listen again to get some other um, things that we did not write. A lot um, qualities, you know, that will aid us our success. About 27 um, key areas to focus on: health, mindset, career, um, relationship, wealth, spirituality, legacy. Wow, it it was a wow, it was a wow session. Um, thank you so much, sir, um, for that depth of knowledge um, today. Um, in the next few minutes, we want to take questions. Um, if we have anyone that has 
questions, you can unmute yourself um, and ask um, Mr. Laye questions. <laughs> 